Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This week, I have Stefan with us. I've been looking forward to this interview. He has a pretty awesome company, and you're about to find out what it's all about and who he is. So, Stefan, with that said, I wanted to welcome you to the Tony Shap Show. Tony, it's my, uh, my pleasure, and I'm very proud to be part of, uh, of this episode. Thank you so much. So let's just dive right in if you're ready for the top 10 with Tony. So what is your one word open? Grow. Grow. Love it. And let's go into your business. So tell us about your business, what you do, who you help, and what it's all about as we kind of yes. start, start this conversation. Yeah, let's, uh, let's start with that. My name is Stefan. I'm from the Netherlands and I'm an, uh, a SaaS entrepreneur uh, for a couple of years. Um, I'm also the co-founder of Expandi, which is the world's safest and most advanced software for LinkedIn automation. I've developed that software together with my technical co-founder, Glenn, uh, one and a half year ago. We launched it 17 months ago, fully bootstrapped. And we hit last month the six million annual revenue border. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a very exciting journey, and uh, I'm happy to tell you more about it. What we, how we achieved it, and and uh, help your listeners out to get advance of the things we did, for example, to uh, to grow so fast. That is really cool. How did you come up with the name, by the way? Um, now, to be honest, that's, that's, that, that's really a great uh, question. I'm managing also another software in the Netherlands. It's, it's also a an, 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 an local SaaS. And that software is called Lead Express. It's identifying website visitors, similar as tools like Cross, Lead Forensics, Lead Feeder. And when we designed Expandi, it was actually in a beta. And we did not spend that much time to defining a name. And we picked, uh, uh, first of all, the name Linked Express so that it was a bit similar to Lead Express, our previous software. And just a couple of days before launching it uh, on the global market, we changed the name in Expandi because it sounds a bit more smooth than all the tools which have LinkedIn in the name. And Expandi is also about growth, so um, and a bit more easy to pronounce. Awesome. And what was that aha moment that you had when you said, "I got something here"? Yeah, it 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 it, it started a while back. I I, I just uh, quick told you a bit more about our Lead Express software, and I found out after. Um, a while that a lot of all these small business owners who are using that software, they like to see who's visiting on the website, but after providing them with tons of identifications in their inbox, I saw that it wasn't that easy for most of them to get in touch with these people. And I saw some really strange things happen. Uh, for example, nine out of 10, they were picking up the phone, they call to the reception, hey, Tony, it's Stefan here. Uh, I just saw that some of your colleagues were visiting my website. Can you please forward me to him? Uh, Stefan, I really don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, I can't help you. And after trying that a couple of times, they were always blaming me. Hey, Stefan, it's, your software looks nice, but it's, it's actually not helping me 
on getting appointments. So it challenged me after hearing this question so many times to challenge myself and find a new way to do acquisition actually on a much more modern way. So I jumped into LinkedIn. Uh, uh, it was all new for me as well. And I subscribed myself for the sales navigator to push a bit more harder to actually also do something with it. And after playing around with all these filters, I could easily find all the identification from people who are visiting my website or defining my ideal customer profile. And I thought this is amazing. I was immediately in love with LinkedIn and with the platform. The only mistake I made, it was that I found out that it wasn't that easy to get in touch with these people. I sent it connection requests and I was maybe a bit of too enthusiastic. So I thought, hey guys, it's Stefan here. Uh, let's connect. I can help you with anything. And nobody was accepting. Nobody was engaging with my uh, or replying to my follow-up messages. So from that point, I thought I uh, have to do my homework a bit better. So I decided to spend all the available time I had to learn more about how to approach people on LinkedIn. I watched YouTube videos. I uh, joined growth hacker groups just to learn more. Also from the psychological perspective, what I have to ask instead of telling about myself. And after implementing, learning by doing all these improvements, I can say that I think after three months, it became my number one lead channel. The only challenge here was that I was operating manually with two left hands. I can't code anything myself, Tony, you have to believe me. And I was only using one Excel sheet. So you can imagine that it was a challenge to uh, constantly add these uh, follow-up messages in the Excel sheet. And uh, it was that time consuming that I thought, let's be clever and find a tool which can automate some repetitive tasks on LinkedIn. And uh, actually, from that moment, I thought oh, that could be very interesting because all the tools I found out there that are all Chrome extensions from Duxwood to Linked Helper to Meet Leonard, Alfred, and so on and so forth. And the challenge with all these tools were that they are most likely designed for single users because you always have to open your browser. You can't keep track of the inbox, which is actually the number one challenge for people that LinkedIn designed their inbox on a way that it's not that easy to keep in track of it. If you refresh it, you lose the conversations. If you lose the conversations, you also lose the opportunities to get in touch with them. And if you approach people, <coughs> sorry, to such a tool, then you also want to see what the results are, what the metrics are, how many people you've added into the campaign, you, how many people accepted, how many people replied. So it was a bit of a useless to uh, use it from agency perspective and manage more accounts. Besides of that, I saw and found out, to be honest, that such kind of a tools were in the past catched by LinkedIn because it's officially against our policy and LinkedIn was not that amused. So LinkedIn cracked down some of these tools. So safety became more and more important. 
everybody wants to use automation, really everybody, but nobody wants to be catched by LinkedIn or uh, lose their profile. So from that point on, I thought if I can solve these challenges and make real safest tool in the cloud, which is undetectable for LinkedIn, and also make it a bit more easy for people to manage more profiles and build follow-up sequences on a seamless way in the cloud with reply detections and actually all the features you need to automate everything, then I really have some valuable software. So actually, yeah, that's, that's uh, how I found out and uh, the moment that I thought this, is, this could be really, really amazing. That's, that's really great. And how, how long ago was that? That was a few years ago? I think it was uh, two and a half years ago. That's awesome. And I couldn't agree with you more, Stefan, because on LinkedIn's platform, you know, as everybody knows, Microsoft acquired them many years ago. But on the, um, if you have sales nav, you have the in-mail, which is okay. But the direct message inbox for regular LinkedIn it's very much like, you know, your text messages. Mm -hmm. If you don't answer it or you, you look at something and new ones come in, everything gets, gets pushed down and it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. So you could have that next life-changing client respond back to you, or you could have an existing client respond back to you or someone requesting to do an interview with you. And it just gets pushed down, and it, it just goes, it just goes away. I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen uh, LinkedIn messages, and I may have looked at it on my phone. Then it marks it unread, and then I get you know many a day, and then it gets pushed down. Next day, I know it's been two months, and people do it to me all the time. They're always like, "Oh my god, I didn't see this," and it was like sixty days ago I sent them a message. Yeah. But yeah, but but that's really cool. So talk to us about a recent win. What is something that you recently experienced that's a win for you? And real quickly, uh, what was the learning experience inside that? Um, I think one of, 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 of the things that's going on on the platform is that um, it's a goldmine for a lot of people. And a lot of us found out that a couple of years ago as well, right? So people started to use such kind of a tools a couple of years ago. And to be honest, everybody was only focused on using it as a numbers game. I put in an X amount, hundreds of people each and every day. And then of course, a couple of them will reply. So actually doing mass outreach. Because of the platform is growing so fast as well, so many people are doing outreach that there's came in a new problem for LinkedIn, the spam. And in the beginning, we thought LinkedIn will fight against these automation tools to avoid spamming. But it seems that they changed the approach and that they actually started to clean up the flop, the, sorry, the platform to flag the behavior of the user with new types of limits and restrictions. And that's actually going on right now. So LinkedIn is working on an approach where they not allow you to send maybe 100, 150 connection requests per day. 
So what I see what's going on now as a challenge is that a lot of people are a bit of in panic. And it's not because of the automation tools, but it's because they are stuck on doing outreach for such a long time period on exactly the same way as they did five years ago with the outdated, boring search strategies and templates that they are not working that great as before anymore. So LinkedIn is actually forcing people now to came out of the comfort zone and showing this actually as a warning call. Okay, if you want to stay on LinkedIn and you want to do outreach, you have to came up with better approaches and better strategies. But I see it as a challenge that a lot of people are in panic now because they still see it as a number game. And what they try to do is not change their behavior and adopt investing time on learning new strategies, but they want to use workarounds, to use open emails, to still get to the numbers they were used to do before. Um, so because of the fact that so many people were shocked, I thought, let's do a step back. And maybe it's not a bad thing that LinkedIn is cleaning up the platform because if you take your responsibility as a user yourself and you still want to use this kind of tools, then you have to adopt more intelligent ways to target your audience and do a smarter messaging to engage with them. So it will slowly separate the men from the boys. So at the end, I think it is great for everybody, but it's kind of a transition. And because I think that's great for everybody, because if people, especially C-level decision makers, which we want to talk uh, with, um, they receive less messages in their inbox. So actually, if you spend a lot of time in uh, building a better approach, it's more likely that they will reply to your messages in comparing to what's going on now. They receive hundreds and hundreds of approaches each and every day. That was beautiful. That's a lot of jam-packed value there. So I really appreciate that for our listeners and, and myself personally. So thank you so much for that. Um, let's shift gears to um, going back in time. So if we had a time machine, we could go back to you know when you were 21 years old. What's one piece of advice that you could give your 21-year-old self? Be more open to, to learn more. I was at that time point uh, uh, an average guy who was studying and, and, and spending a bit too much time to entertain myself outside of school. Uh, and I was actually not that much focused on my future. Um, so I should recommend to, to enjoy, but take your responsibility and try to design and adopt and learn and actually absorb as much information as you can on an early age so that you also have enough time to, to try and to pivot and to uh, do things better later on. Excellent. Um, as we're coming to a close here, if you could think of the question that I should have asked you, Stefan, 
that I did not, what would be that one question that you wished I would have asked you and then I didn't? What I should do different, for example, in, in, in the journey with, uh, with, uh, with Expandly. Perfect. Let's do it. Yeah, let's uh, follow up from, from me on here. Uh, I should design a community around our product a bit more faster than we did right now. Because especially the LinkedIn industry and the automation and everything around it with the third party apps, it's a bit of a gray area, right? And it's a very competitive market with more than 400 providers. Um, and because the fact that I run more than 700 one-on-one -on -one demo calls in the beginning myself to really understand why are people buying from us and not from our competitor, I found out that it's not about the features. They are important and the software has to work seamless, but at the end, people want to be part of a community, of a family, and be being part of actually a safe place where we share value and things. And we found that out maybe a bit too late. Not too late, but uh, if we did that earlier, we could take more advance um, of creating such kind of a an, 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 uh, community around our products. So I should strongly recommend for all the startup founders who are listening right now uh, to take that in consideration to do it uh, uh, actually in the beginning to ask feedback and create a safe place where people engage with each other, give, your feed, give feedback about your product. And I should recommend to not hide yourself for your customers, but be in the lead to ask them and engage with them. Because these people will, you will create empathy, they will get trust. And in a later stage, if some things are stuck, uh, they are much more open to forgive you. That is really great. I appreciate it. Um, and if our listeners want to find out more information, can you give out your website address? That way they could uh, reach out to you guys and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If people are interested in finding out more about Expandi, they can go straight to our website, which is uh, www.expandi.io. And there they can find almost everything for people who are just interested about how you can learn more about approaching people on LinkedIn. Uh, I wrote more than uh, 50 in-depth step-by-step guides with different strategies I've all executed myself, uh, where I share all the strategies with templates, how you connect the dots together, um, where people can get advanced of to create great results for themselves. And people can also find that on our blog page, which is expandi.io slash blog. Uh, if people want to catch up with me in, in, in person, feel free to connect me on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook is stefan.smulders83. 
So feel free to send me a friend request and shoot over a message if you want to get in touch with me. Awesome. And if you could sign us off with a one word close, what would that be and why? Um, learning by doing. Perfect. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Stefan, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Really appreciated the conversation and you give us a lot of value um, that we could take, we could all take away, no matter if you're a beginner or an advanced LinkedIn user. And also, I loved what you gave us, all the examples of things in business that you learned along the way, your aha moment and all that good stuff. So looking forward to having you back on here soon, Stefan. Uh, you can count on me and it was a real pleasure to, 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 uh, to be here, Tony. Keep up the good work and I hope to speak uh, to speak soon. Thank you.